drinking, drinking out of cups. Yeah. I always liked drinking out of cups a lot. Well, I, that, I, I didn't see that one. You don't know drinking out of cups, being a bitch? Know. No. Whoa. Mr. Tying Knots? <laughs> oh my God, this is shocking. Yeah. I'm, we might have to show Chris yeah. drinking out of cups. Yeah. I've only seen one video with two girls about drinking out of a cup, <laughs> but... They were eating out of a cup, to be fair. Yeah, this is, um, it's it's set to like a video of a lizard talking. Yeah, the lore of it was that it was a Brooklyn guy sitting in a closet tripping on acid. I don't think that that is true, um, but it is just like this weird, rambling, trippy, like, monologue that is set to a talking lizard, an animated talking lizard, that is. Oh. Yeah. Huh. Drinking out of cups, being a bitch. Now there's too much content on the internet. Far too much. No, we need to shut this whole thing down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's too much. Elon's doing his part. I was speaking of which. I'm purposefully doing a bad job to avoid content blocking. That's my victory lap, by the way. I've just, but you know, I'm, I'm, Pumping my fists in the air. I'm running up the steps. I'm in two sweatshirts. <laughs> I'm a big enough woman to admit when I was wrong. And <laughs> yeah. uh, I, I just want to congratulate you on this victory, Chris. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Um, congratulate Elon Musk. Oh, uh, absolutely. Big spender. $44 billion cash. Yeah. I mean, so, he was the only like top five billionaire that did not own an, a uh, media company of some sort. And now so, he does. Now he does. Now, and now it's going to be an so everything app. So all him. of our public fora are now owned by just <laughs> one dude who's really rich. <laughs> Thank goodness. Really, you know, make things simpler. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if you guys have seen, um, they, I don't know who they are. They're just like a big account. They Their username or uh, screen name used to be Transgender Marks, <clears throat> but they started a, uh, a campaign on Twitter called I stand with ISIS. I stand with ISIS. Or, oh, or and they've stand been with, I, stand with ISIS. Yeah, I mean. stand with yeah. ISIS. And they've been going to like all the free speech warrior um Twitter threads and being like I think it's time that we allow ISIS back on Twitter. If we truly want a free exchange of ideas in I mean, the public forum. I mean, then... where's the lie? So now so now their name is transgender ISIS. Which is like <laughs> the fucking funniest shit. <laughs> So what, it, it is very funny also like that the, the part of the tactic is to call anyone that disagrees with them woke. Yeah. It's the worst breaking it's breaking their could, fucking minds yeah, when yeah. somebody calls them woke for not supporting allowing ISIS, ISIS back on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> so what do you think Elon's gambit on this is uh, you know, he, he allegedly is trying to do like a um like a WeChat, like an everything app yeah. where like it'll be for e-commerce and um covid uh, uh what do you call it? passports and uh all other types of uh, nonsense and i guess he's trying to kick this off by just like making it as racist as possible <laughs> i mean like, it is in the american more tradition people on this yeah. site yeah <clears throat> yeah no it's it's as american as apple pie uh I don't, I don't know if he if his goal is to make it more racist but i do think that he likes to feed off of the notoriety and the publicity that that idea gets him Mm. Um, because you know one of his like top five talents is turning bad press into good press like that's yeah. just what he does yeah. um, you might say it's the only thing he does it's definitely <laughs> 97% of what he does and sometimes it's not even good press yeah. sometimes it's just press Yeah. so Chris did you dye your hair black oh yeah 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 okay 
Yep. What's up with that? Um, I Just was Android fun. 17 for a uh, Halloween party. There you go. Yeah, which right. is uh, a DBZ character okay. for the uninitiated. Yeah, I, I had no idea what you're talking about, but I, I acted <laughs> like I knew what you were talking about. Yeah, it's just temporary like a good die. podcaster. But uh, every time you say DBZ, all yeah. I think of is DMZ. <clears throat> and I'm like, you're in the demilitarized. This is somebody who's in the demilitarized zone. Did you ever read that uh, that graphic novel? Or like it like about came out demilitarized zone? Yeah, DMZ. No. Oh, it's really no. good. It's about a second civil war in the U.S. and like Manhattan becomes a DMZ, and so it, like people are trapped in it, and like it doesn't really have like power or water or anything, and so it's like dystopian is all get what out the fuck are the boundary lines drawn that it's it, yeah, it, it like becomes... long island against the world yeah <laughs> it, 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 i think it, i think in the in, in the lore of it it's like the free states of america versus the united states of america or whatever and it, yeah there's just like this weird breakup which you know doesn't really make sense but it's a way to like conceptualize the um the fraying um you know national fabric mm. so to speak interesting but uh, yeah, what were you guys for Halloween? I was the Wicked Witch of the Left. Nice. Yeah, I had a I had a anarcho syndicalist uh, flag drawn on my face, and oh, yeah. I just had like black and red witchy clothes on. Hell yeah, yeah. I was a uh, uh, work creep. Yeah, yeah. So I, uh, uh, I I dressed basically like the manager of an AT and T store. Okay, um, <laughs> uh, you know khaki pants uh blue button down oxford shirt and in my pocket so i and i drew a clock on the po- on like the breast pocket that like the hands were set to like eleven fifty five or something or no, four, sorry 455 and uh, uh 11 uh, we're gonna talk about uh nuclear weapons later so that's what i was yeah, thinking that's, the, atomic that's, clock. that's the time clock that we're <laughs> in there yeah yeah but no it was it was set to, to 455 and then uh in my pocket this was Brittany's idea was um, these uh, printed out. I was just going to give out cards, but her idea was to make them uh, like texts. So, you know, you go online, you get one of those like um, uh, text generator mm-hmm. screenshot, fake screenshot things. And uh, and so I put stuff on there like, you know, um, uh, oh, man, we're the only two people working late in the office tonight. I hope no one gets the wrong idea, right? <laughs> it's like, it's like so they were really... all—they were all a combination of like being creepy and also making you work beyond what is appropriate yeah. to require someone to work. Yeah, so I had like ten different ones of those. I would just hand them out to people. Wow, it was very funny. Yeah, it it was, was a very funny costume. Very, very high concept. <laughs> I, I, well, you had the right audience. Yeah, I yeah, say. yeah. No, I'm so fucking annoying. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just so annoying. I, I thought just, it was like, really funny. Dress up like something obviously i don't know well one person asked asked if you were a straight guy yes yeah yeah <laughs> just yeah and uh, it was cool he's like I, with that that outfit you can um people really project shit on you <laughs> yeah yeah they do uh, but also like you can pick up like one or two things and the and the costume changes completely so like i like there was pizza and I picked up a slice of pizza and I was like, oh man, now I look like a, like a union busting, uh, guy, you know, like, I mean, like the, the two thin slice of pizza and be like, look guys, we don't need a third party coming in in between, you know, this family that we have at work. You know. Union buster could be a really good costume. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be a good one. Like Ghostbuster, but you know, like, I don't know, like, uh, I'm not afraid. No Trumpka. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm working on this series for reaction right now, and um, 
you know, it's it's a classic kind of union busting story uh, from the nineteen uh, from the nineteen teens, and there's this part where they're apprehending somebody as part of this like um, violent confrontation, and they're arresting him. But it's it's the high school principal and a Boy Scout troop that come to his house to arrest him. The most terrifying combination. Yeah. Like that like that's that's And at first he's fuel. like at first he's like I'm not I'm not going with anybody except a police officer. <laughs> and then he looks around at the boy scouts and he's like, "Hmm. No, okay, I'll go." <laughs> so hopefully that is uh finished by next week. Little baby Pinkertons. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they, you know, they can they can make some knots that, you know, will fuck you up oh absolutely yeah <laughs> make a fire under your feet faster than uh yeah faster than you can say what <laughs> speaking of my work so i've been i'm like embarrassed hold on, hold on. i was matching union busting merit badge all right that's it that's all <laughs> um i'm almost too embarrassed to admit this but i've been fucking around with binaural beads Oh yeah, yeah. And Doing I've always brain had, hacking. Oh my god, brain hackers are like the most annoying people in the world. And I've, <laughs> I, I, you know, I, I tend to have like a, a um, natural revulsion. Yes, to anything that's like, you know, nootropics or anything yeah. like that. But I substance had, free though. Yeah, yeah. And I was looking for something that I could. I can't really work listening to music, but mm. it's also sitting in a dead silent room, especially a room like my office, which is literally soundproof. Um, it's it was not working for me, so I was kind of looking around on the internet of like stuff you can listen to. And somebody had recommended this website called MyNoise dot net, and as we all know, MyNoise the, the best the best websites are dot nets. Um, and they had a ton of stuff. They had you know like streams and rainstorms and train stations and all kinds of stuff but they also had a whole binaural beats section and it you know with all the different like three hertz four hertz five you know all the different things and i was like fuck it let's try it out i wrote more in about six hours of listening to that than i had in the week and a half prior oh, really? combined yeah Will you drop a link in the show notes? Yeah, absolutely. Right. Um, so use the offer code. <laughs> Iron Beats twenty two Pinkerton's twenty five. Yeah. What, what's your fo- focus sound? Do you have any sound you put on when you need to focus? Uh, usually it is like the uh, chill beats to study to. Nice thing, but or, or um, there's also like uh, there's a playlist of like post rock, sa- uh, like from from spotify that i'll put on a nice. lot um i did try the the my net thing in fact they, they have they have apps also you can like the same website you can get do like an app so that like on your phone so that uh you can just like play it close uh with your phone closed and everything and i tried that it made me anxious that a lot of it yeah. does that for a lot of people yeah, yeah. a lot of it just kind of made me anxious uh, but, uh, but it was also working also, I, I think, or something. Yeah. But my, my biggest problem with it is that could have been what was making me. <laughs> <laughs> the big problem with it is that I have to wear my big cans and mm-hmm. I'm working with my door open and ha- I have my back to the door wearing like headphones, which makes me very uneasy. Like David has to be very careful about not sneaking up on me or I will jump out of my seat. <laughs> um, but yeah, otherwise I'm kind of getting into it. And I've been using the, 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 the other ones to sleep. And I have a very hard time getting to sleep without some kind of media. And um, I don't know, it's kind of working. Well, fuck yeah. I'll keep you guys updated. That's awesome. 
So happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. We I don't think we have any Halloween specific content. But we have plenty of uh, frightful things to talk about. We sure do. Lots of scary, scary content for you today. Should we talk about- We're getting raided by the FBI! (laughs) 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 Journalism! (laughs) Should we we start with talking about Nancy? Uh, yeah. And her poor husband? Her poor, poor husband? So, yeah, I mean, you know, like, I feel like I'd be remiss to not just uh, mention the massive tragedy that happened in Seoul as well. Mm -hmm. You know, like, everybody, you know, hopefully had a a happy and safe- um, uh, Halloween weekend, but I think like over 130 people or something. I think it's like, up to that. like 150 now. Holy fucking shit. Like there was a stampede, I guess, just like. It was just crowd. It wasn't a stampede. It was literally just too many people in a like. So there were like all of these clubs that people were trying to get into. And this was the first time that they had done this since before the pandemic. Mm. Like this was a yearly thing. And then the pandemic hit and they canceled it for two years. And this was the first year they brought it back. And it wasn't a stampede. There was no emergency. Nobody was running from anything. It was literally just crowd crush. And that the people in the front of this venue, like there were just too many people coming in behind them. And Jesus. so it just, like, it just, you know, uh, um, crushed them. Yeah. Yeah. Physi- yeah it just, we were it, physically it just crushed kept getting, by a bunch of people. kept getting worse and yeah. worse and worse yeah. until the people at the front were just had the crush of thousands of people behind them. That's got to be like one of the scariest things. Yeah. I can't even imagine. I think if I had to choose, like that would be like the worst way to die in my opinion is crowd crush. I can't think of something worse. Maybe like burning alive, but yeah. yeah, yeah. Like this is going to sound like a joke, but it's, but it's not is that um, South Korea uh, back in the nineties when it was um, less developed than North Korea. We don't want to talk about that. Uh, um, started investing really heavily in um, entertainment as like a economic development strategy, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. And it um, and it has succeeded, right? So like all oh, yeah. like K-pop as like a um, subgenre of of pop music, K-dramas, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. All of it is is a invested like dis- deliberate like state project, state project. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, like just billions of dollars they put into this, and just like anything else, any kind of human endeavor where you put in like tons of effort and resources there's a ton of unintended consequences and just like things that we don't understand about the things that we produce and i i think one of them is just going to be like the like how intense and like korean media is i don't know how else to put it yeah it's like the way that they i mean like 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 remember squid game oh yeah <laughs> right? yeah like that never like, forget that practically like s- saved netflix we just remember before that yeah yeah Nef- netflix was posting some really bad numbers yes and then the, that show came out it, it saved them i think for a quarter it, it uh and then it um and then I think they've been failing to, again until like the that like Jeffrey Dahmer mini mini series came. Well, out now again. they've got great great British great yeah. British baking show. So you know, yeah, that's come that's come back and everything. So I don't know. There's just like there's something going on. I feel like with the way uh, Korea has hit on something about human attention that I think we're going to the code. Yeah, like we're gonna. It seems like something we're gonna like look back at in a decade and be like, wow, like this was actually, you know, like we'll put a name to it and, but, and we'll realize that like its precursors were in like late early twenties, like Korean media, I think. I don't know. I don't know. There's something weird going on there. Yeah. 
He's, he's like that's like early uh um like cinema where like people like thought that the train on the on the on the movie screen was going to kill them or you something. Know that's a myth. You know? <laughs> oh yeah, that's, that's a total myth. Yeah, yeah, is that a myth? Yeah. Yep. Was, yeah. It, nobody was afraid that it was a real train. There was at least one. <laughs> there was people, at least one guy. <laughs> there might have been one, one guy. guy. <laughs> yeah. Everybody knows that guy. Yeah. No, but there was there there definitely this I do know is true is that like it, it, it early early media you know like there was just like the general fear of like what does this do to everyone and then people did yeah. start acting differently like there, yeah, there it made is us like all crazy yeah we're all <laughs> yeah, proof we're positive all, yeah, that yeah, it was uh, a mistake yeah yeah uh, <laughs> it was we should go back to Victrolas and like um like Penny like pet you know. What, penny dreadfuls like, yeah yeah it, this all of this was a mistake yeah I, I, it, it is quite possible that um like like muslims were onto something it's like do not recreate the human form <laughs> like, do, not, <laughs> do not do not try to uh, capture like the the spark of life in art just don't do it <laughs> nothing good comes of it so okay so nancy pelosi's husband was attacked with a hammer yes Somebody broke into their home. Yes. I believe tied him up, right? Or was in the process of trying to tie him up the, when there was a struggle over the hammer? Yeah, I don't know about the tying up, but yeah, there was a struggle over the hammer. There, the, he had a bag full of zip ties. Okay. That was so, just reported. But yeah, this guy, <laughs> this guy broke in through, I guess, like the back door with a hammer, like smashed the, like the glass on it and then had a struggle with Mr. Pelosi, uh, and kept shouting like, where's Nancy? And like, then beat him. Apparently the, the, the story I uh, read was talking about it from the standpoint of the cops. Because the cops apparently showed up like very quickly. On How the did scene. that? Yeah, I'm curious about not, that. Not, yeah, I like who called? Like, I, uh, yeah, I have a lot of questions. I mean, she's third in line for succession. So, like, the idea that the Secret Service or like the U.S. Feds have like her ring cameras like on notification, like push alerts, like isn't that you know? Uh, I would expect that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so you know, I, it makes sense. I think that you know, if anyone was to be Johnny on the spot, or if any victim of a hammer attack were to have like instantaneous um, police, you know, uh, like uh, action, like it would be Nancy Pelosi. Yeah, I mean, all all the the Reuters story that that <clears throat> we have that will go in the show notes says is um. Uh oh okay so he called Paul Pelosi called emergency 911 and spoke in code not saying directly that he was under attack but leading the dispatcher to conclude something was wrong. What? Yeah. Yeah. So like, this is How this did is he how was he able to call? I'd like this is yeah. just all weird. I don't know. I'm not yeah. saying that there's anything, you know, nefarious afoot. Well, obviously well, it's nefarious yeah, to try but... to assassinate the <laughs> speaker of the house, but I'm not saying that there's anything like conspiracy related necessarily, but it's all very strange. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. There's something I don't. I don't even want to speculate because then it's just like it becomes a thing. But like, I don't understand how like you can. How are you able to break into Nancy Pelosi's house? Like, I didn't. I didn't think that with was a on hammer. The, apparently, yeah, 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 like and zip ties. Like, I don't. Apparently, how are you? I thought that was like one of the things about being powerful is that you're hard to get to. <laughs> yeah, I thought that well, was like part of the package. Yeah, I mean, she wasn't home uh, apparently, but. uh yeah, I think you're right. <laughs> I don't know. I guess it, there's nothing to it but to do it. Right? You just, uh, yeah. well, you know. Yeah. You know, if you're not willing to risk it all. <laughs> don't then... let your dreams be dreams. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I I mean, like, Mr. Pelosi apparently, like, 
subdued the guy like basically survived an 82 year old man with a hammer and not win like how do you not win that fight (laughs) i think the guy is like in his 60s right Or, or or whatever like he's like some crank the guy who did the attack yeah, yeah yeah i don't know anything about him um except for like the the kind of vague things that have been reported 40s. oh yeah um, my bad uh but he says in recent in recent posts on several websites an internet user named david de pape which i guess is his name mm-hmm. expressed support for former president donald trump and embraced the cult-like conspiracy theory QAnon. the posts include references to satanic pedophilia anti-semitic kind of tropes and criticism of women transgender people and censorship by tech companies um, older messages promote quartz crystals and hemp bracelets. Wee, wee, wee. Whoa! <laughs> Never trust somebody who's too into quartz. And, yeah, yeah, and and semi precious stones like that. No. The, the, Minerals. Yeah, they're the, sick people. The the crystals got to him. He over- I say as somebody who collects, crystals. who collects crystals. He OD'd on crystals. The, the the vibrations made him do it. Yeah. Now I the other thing is like I you know like, I'm. I, yes, this is literally victim blaming what I'm about to do. But I also like I, I just I, I I can't think of this event without also like in my mind like you know like like a movie where like all the headlines are like flash, <laughs> you know like the newspapers are falling down. There's like headlines mm-hmm. across each one. <laughs> right. uh, it's just that in my head of like Nancy Pelosi talking about how important it is to like have like a strong Republican Party and that like Republicans aren't evil and like you need them to work with them and like it's all and like just like the slow steady radicalization of the Republican Party as like this fascist organization and it's basically only been up until not even january like it's even kind of been post january 6th with like the like the holding on to liz cheney as like a sane republican (laughs) or whatever it's like yeah it's like like her fucking last name's cheney like i just like like her dad invented like an entire shadow government in the, like in the days after nine eleven, and yeah, like almost individually responsible for like a million bodies. Yeah, and and it's just like, well, yep. And every once in a while, stochastically, like one of those motherfuckers is going to try to kill you because you are the enemy in that narrative, Nancy. Yeah. And so, like, I I guess you know, it's I, it, I think a lot of it's hubris, although it's weird given that Nancy Pelosi was like the per- the first person to find Harvey Milk dead in his office wasn't she yeah i didn't know that yeah yeah she like worked for harvey milk that's uh as like you know the first gay mayor of san francisco and so like she knows a thing or two about political assassinations from right-wing weirdos like she knows that this is completely possible but i mean what is she supposed to do live in a concrete cell no what are you gonna do you gotta have windows on your house be be (laughs) rightly afraid of republicans is all i'm I'm asking for here yeah yeah (laughs) is to realize that like the 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 mate- like the, both the material and ideological basis of your ostensible political enemy is is your elimination and yeah. that you are a satanic pedophile. Yeah. People are willing to do a lot of <laughs> fucked up shit when they think that their enemy is a satanic pedophile <laughs> who's so turning saying, their kids trans. Yeah, like, so, so you're saying she should know better and do better? Yes. Yeah. For like the last 30 years, <laughs> I think she should have known better and done better. Well, Prayers up for Mr. Pelosi. Well, and I, I feel bad for this guy. Two months ago only, he got his DUI that he spent five days in jail for. He just can't win. 
<laughs> this is Paul. Yeah, Paul got a DUI five days ago. Oh, in yeah. August, no, yeah. uh, no, two months ago in August, he yeah. got he got a DUI. Oh shit! Like a serious DUI, like a very high alcohol content like, DUI. Good thing that you are a powerful rich person DUI, or you would be spending Jesus. lots of time in jail. Yeah. Imagine being that rich and like not calling an Uber. Right. Yeah, that, that is, that is a, like a really weird thing, right? Yeah. Rich people. So like, you, you don't even need an Uber. You just ha- you can have a full time guy that yeah. just like ha- hangs around, plays Candy Crush while you do something disgusting. As a God, rich I person. want that job so bad. And, and you just drive them home <laughs> in like you an Audi. Paul Pelosi's uh, like concierge service. Absolutely, that's yeah. got to be like a six figure job. Just sit in the car and do crossword puzzles, and yeah. you know. And he's just like, oh, you, uh, take take me from this one like underground brothel to this other one. It's like you, know, like, you just do that all the time. All you need to do is not say what your job is like and like just wait around a lot. Like, hell yeah. There's a lot of okay. I just got a. The San Francisco Chronicle posted a photo of a man the newspaper identified as DePape. I think that's how you say his last name. Dancing at the 2013 wedding of two nudist activists in San Francisco, though he was fully clothed. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hypocrite. DePape, then a hemp jewelry maker who lived with the couple in a crowded home in Berkeley, was the best man at the wedding, the newspaper reported. Wow. We need to start talking about the crunchy hippie to QAnon pipeline. Because yeah. this yeah. is like very... You're not joking. You're not, yeah. you're not joking. Yeah. There was the... No, um, I'm very the, serious. The, 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 he, he was a surf instructor. Um, and uh, he got really into... He was like a Californian... Or a uh, surf instructor, and then he got really, really into um, QAnon, and then killed his family. Yeah. Yeah. To, like, save them from, like, evil yeah. spirits or something. There's another story that I listened to in podcast form, and I can't remember which podcast it was. Um, but it was about one of the, it was a story of one of the people who died on January 6th. Mm. This woman named something, I don't know. <laughs> Boy, I'm really t- starting off great with this story. The one that got had the heart attack? She was cited as having an overdose of amphetamine. Oh, and shit. And it goes through the story of, as she's talking to her family and friends in the months leading up to January 6th. And they're all like, there is no fucking chance that she died of amphetamine overdose. Like, she was, she had been sober for years. She was in Narcotics Anonymous. That's where she met all of these QAnon people. She went from, like, a regular, like, kind of apolitical to vaguely liberal person um, to being like full on QAnon over the course of like two months. Wow. And she through met these narcotics anonymous? Through, through narcotics anonymous. Yeah. Because a lot of cults like that um, go to places where very vulnerable people are in order to help give their lives meaning by bringing them into this cause. And a lot of NA and AA and recovery programs are ab- about finding a new meaning in your life through, usually through God, right? Like through a higher power. Like that's what a lot of them focus on. That's or like, God that's King. Literally Trump. step one. Yeah. Right? <laughs> um, or no, step one is admitting you have a problem. Right? Yeah. Step two is step giving two yourself is over to, to a higher yeah, power. Okay. Yeah. So step two. Yeah, <clears> um, but anyway, yeah, it's, it's a pretty fucked up phenomenon of these like kind of just average, like vaguely liberal kind of hippie types becoming so devoted to the cause that they're willing to attempt an assassination of the speaker of the house. Jesus. It's, it's, it's dark shit. And, uh, the New York times front page, um, put that story below the fold. 
You know, it was above the fold. Elon Musk buys Twitter. (laughs) Like, it was literally like the first item on the front page of the New York Times while Nancy Pelosi's husband's attack is like on the bottom right, like... Bottom right corner. Tiny, and and it's like continued on page 17 or something. Yeah, and it's described as like... Um, he's attacked in his home. Like, he was just attacked in his home or something. Yeah, no, it's no, like, like, attempted assassination should, on the Speaker of the House, which yeah, should which be is the what story. That is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, this is fucking, this is all very odd. Yeah. And, and it really does feel like, like, I'm not, I, I wouldn't say there's like any kind of like, like a cover up or conspiracy here or anything like that. I, I, what, it, what it really feels like to me is that there is like, a media class that really has become, uh, I don't know why I'm, I'm, I'm saying this for a second time, but like, it's, it seems like in a couple, like in a decade there, will, we will look back at this period of time and note it as when a, like a media class became like completely insulated from like, I don't, reality. I don't know. It seems like there's like the, getting further and further away from like the people that make media have like such a disconnection from what is important in the world while yeah. at the same time trying to make you terrified of like like everything of everything yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah and it, and when you become terrified of everything you can't rank the the dangers yeah yeah, right? yeah, yeah. and so like elon musk like gaining control over your favorite app <laughs> It's like, it's, to be fair, that has a much greater influence on my day to day life, and, and on, than, but, but actually on their day to day life, yeah, right? absolutely, probably on everybody's day to day life. <laughs> yeah, well, well, well I guess you know, Paul Pelosi being hit with a hammer has very low impact. I mean, you, on still my day. Li- you still live in a world created by Twitter, even if you're yeah, not. Yeah, on no, unfortunately, yeah. but we're all, we also live in a world created by the United States government. Right? Yeah, yeah, that's true. Right. But yeah, I don't know yeah. if Nancy Pelosi can really be considered like an indispensable element of the United States government. They're in succession. Well, you know. Yeah. Well, and, well, and also like the person in power for the like the longest over the last over this this uh this century, I think. Oh, really? I mean, like her speakership has it lasted longer than eight years? I mean, like it's definitely you know, like it's been it was interrupted, but like she was Speaker of the House in two thousand eight until they lost the the House, and then she became Speaker of the House again. Mm-hmm. So I mean, like she's had. And then she's been just, like, in the leadership of the minority, like, that entire time. Yeah. So she, she's, like, been, like, very powerful for a long time. It's true. So, you know, as I know from doing project management, uh, prioritization is about what you don't do. And so prioritization about fear is what you're not afraid of. So, yeah. you know, I'm choosing not to be afraid of uh, Twitter <laughs> I'm choosing not to be afraid of uh, hammer wielding. Yeah, um, you know, I am very afraid wolves. of people wielding hammers, yeah? especially if they're unknown elements. Yeah, I'm afraid of people wielding hammers unless they also have a sickle. <laughs> ooh, ooh, nice. In which very case, nicely done. I know I'm with them. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I'm choosing to be afraid of uh, thermonuclear war. Yeah, that's okay. what I'm, that's what I'm oh, choosing. Uh, see, and we of. said this wasn't going to be how we said this wasn't going to be spooky enough. Look at that. <laughs> I too am afraid of dirty you. bomb. <laughs> so uh, yeah, you know, all bombs are dirty. Yep. Um, some more than others, uh, and uh, Putin is um, basically uh, calling the shot uh, that there's going to be a dirty bomb in the Ukraine. And uh, Zelensky's like, "Oh yeah, 
because you're going to put one there? And, and uh, then the Americans like, no, Ukraine doesn't have any dirty bombs. And everyone's like, well, how do you know? And they're like, shut up. Because <laughs> like, <laughs> we didn't give them any. <laughs> but yeah. Also, I just want to point out, Chris said the Ukraine. So, thank you, alert. Thank you, alert. Sorry, sorry. I, I didn't get as much sleep last night as I wanted to. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm just, I, had to, I had to tease you yeah, on that. No, it's all good. Uh, but yeah, no, apparently everybody's like, oh, yo, motherfuckers are going to use nukes. Not me, but, but, but they're going to. And uh, that's nerve-wracking. And uh, R- Russia just accused um, uh, the Brits of doing um, the uh, sabotage to the Nord Stream two and uh, one. Yeah, the, the I believe under- it. Yeah, I saw that. I, yeah. Look, I'm not a I'm not a Putin plan, as far as I know, anyway. Um, but I just it's I I don't think that Ru- I don't think Russia did it. Yeah, but the idea that British intelligence would fuck up like a natural gas supply line that like. Aren't they like connected to that distribution network? Isn't that like how? Yeah, but why would British intelligence care about that? Yeah, I guess yeah. that's a good point. Why would they care about the the well being and livelihood of the British people? Like, or that, that's Europeans. like saying the CIA wouldn't want to hurt average Americans. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's um, yeah. It's look at this is I. I think I've said this on the show before, but I'll get it on the record now. This winter is going to be terrifying. Yeah, it's going it to be really a terrible is. winter. Yeah. That is going to have. A lot of, I think, a lot, I think a lot of death and a lot of uh, hardship um, to in places that aren't used to it. Yeah. Yes. Like, if you thought not being able to find toilet paper was uh, a crisis. First of all, get a bidet. Yeah. Second of all, not getting heat. Yeah. Not being able to get heat is going to be. Yeah. Um, a- it's gonna be an, and it's a, and, and it, what heat you do get is going to be exceptionally expensive. And especially because this winter is shaping up to be colder. And especially in places that are not used to having such a cold winter, which is much of Europe. Um, yeah. 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 Well. Another thing Putin said, which is very concerning, <laughs> is that um, by uh, deploying new nuclear bombs in Europe and in NATO countries, uh, Russia says that they that we are lowering the nuclear threshold. Thanks, Obama. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, actually, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He he modernized our nuclear weapons. Yeah, system what was it after One, campaigning on getting rid of them? It was like 1.8 trillion yeah. investment over the scope of I think 18 years yeah. to like modernize the nuclear it, weapon arsenal. It was, it, yeah, it was something. It's interesting. I think it was his master's thesis. I want to say or something like like Obama when he was getting his his law degree. Um, it was on like international nuclear deproliferation. I think. Oh yeah, yeah, like yeah. No, he he was like, oh, that's why he got the uh, the the Nobel P- Peace Prize. Yeah, yeah. Like, right off like, the one bat. Of the thing, one of the things very early on, like when he was campaigning, when he got first got into office, everyone was talking about how like how good he was on like peace around nuclear weapons, and then yeah. he spent a. Like, like he did the, a historic amount of money of any other country yeah. on making more nuclear weapons. He did the Iran nuclear deal, though. Yes, so. that was so fragile that it disappeared <laughs> as soon as he left office. <laughs> and, uh, but um, yeah, and 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 now uh, we're gonna like I, I don't know, I highly recommend um, the Radio War Nerd episode about tactical nukes mm-hmm. uh, for this. 
Um, or as I like to call them, tactical nukes. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't all nukes tactical? What's the opposite no, so, of a tactical uh, nuke? So, what? okay, so the opposite of, ta- yes, is strategic, yes. So strategic nuclear weapons. This is some Henry, uh, Henri Lefebvre shit. <laughs> yeah, right. Right. What's yeah, the I difference know. between a strategic yeah. nuke yeah. and a tactical, yeah. tactical nuke? It, Size. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The strategic ones are just like, we blow up your country. Yeah. Right? yeah. Whereas tactical nukes are like, we're going to blow up your country, but it we're, but we'll send suicide bombers basically to do it. He's uh, like, I mean, like the, the, they're they're smaller, um, but I mean, like a small nuclear weapon is still like, oh, okay, it's only like half a Hiroshima. Like it, like it's not, yeah. like it's still an enormous yeah, bomb you- that, like, usually is on some sort of like delivery system that is within the range of destruction. So it's well, the, or, a, a lot or, of the time. Yeah. We're very close. Yeah. Like, for example, like the Davy Crockett is like uh, one that we had covered in uh, one of our previous episodes when we were talking about the upshot knot hole. Yeah, um, that was a bonus episode. Yeah. Patreon.com slash Iron Reads. So the Davy Crockett is like, <laughs> a, like basically like a, a nuke that they can fire from like a mortar. Yeah. And so that's considered a tactical nuke, like a battlefield nuke. Like you could just like get a Jeep. Yeah, exactly. You could like, if if there was a division coming up over a hill, like, you know, 10 miles away, you could blow up the entire division, like that kind of thing. The issue with tactical nukes is that the idea that someone would not respond with a bigger nuke. Yeah. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Which is, you know, the whole runaway phenomena. And so the idea of making like small yield nukes, they're more quote unquote thinkable which means that like the idea of full-blown nuclear war and exchange of like tens of thousands of nuclear warheads it becomes therefore yeah. more thinkable yeah. and, and there's also like it's, it's like typical american of uh um blustering where it's like where where they're like uh tactical nukes basically are um a danger to everyone else because we don't have a nuclear power close enough to us to make tactical nukes dangerous mm-hmm, to like American, mm-hmm. uh, uh, yeah, no one's gonna sites. hit us with one of those. Yeah, so like, so Americans can be like, oh no, you know, like tactical nukes, like that's just you know, like that's for battles that are with like legitimate targets, and and it's it's much more responsible. This is you know, we heard a lot about a lot about tactical nukes, like uh, in um like the Iraq war and like immediately after nine 11, there's all this talk about like, well, you know, America might need to use tactical nukes responsibly in order to hit legitimate terrorist targets. Right. But, but then like every other country in the world is like, you know, which is close, like, geographically close to a nuclear power be like whoa 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 whoa, whoa. wait it's <laughs> like like it's like the united states can be like oh wait, strategic nukes those are scary and bad because they can hit us we're still and, gonna have tens of thousands of them but. yeah yeah but everyone else don't worry we are only concerned about tactical if we ever used a nuke it would be tactical don't worry Jesus. <laughs> like, it's like yeah he's it like those only are the ones take that take out your capital hurt. city yeah yeah yeah, yeah it's like <laughs> I mean, we'd never use a nuclear bomb in anger twice (laughs) (laughs) and then firebomb Tokyo days later. Yeah. Um, Yeah, no, it's really, really fucked up. Um, So, yeah, that's what I'm choosing to be uh, afraid of the spoopy season. Yeah, Yeah. I think that's fair. Yeah. No, I'm afraid of that, too. Yeah. Should have. That that, that would have been a good costume. A tactical tactical nuke. nuke. Yeah, Yeah, that would be very. That would be a very scary costume. I don't know. I guess I feel like I just compartmentalize all of this stuff. Yeah, because it just feels like so huge and world-ending that I'm like, what's the fucking point of worrying about that? That's a good point. You know, 
those, that's definitely one of the things that like your therapist can say, can you do anything about it? No. <laughs> exactly. like, then, then Is what? this something that yeah. you can change? Yeah. No. No, so. no I can't I mean, I change been, anything been, about geostrategic <laughs> nuclear weapons yeah. arsenals. No. I mean, like, wouldn't it be cool, though, if we could? Like, w- <laughs> wouldn't it be really cool if, like, we could just take down, like, the existential, like, anxiety and pressure on our species by just, like... I don't know, as the United States just unilaterally disarming our nuclear arsenal. Like, what's really going to happen? Like, is, just, is Russia just going to wipe us off the face of the planet if we were to, like, get rid of all of our nukes? Because that's just the way that works. I don't think so. <laughs> no. Uh, I don't know. I mean, you know, look, mutually assured, de- assured um, destruction, destruction has been the driving force behind American nuclear policy, and it was behind Soviet nuclear policy for... We made up a lot of stuff about how much nuclear how many nuclear weapons the soviet union had we had like four times the amount of nukes the soviet union did like the entire time yeah yeah Yeah. but like but like rhetorically yeah like that was kind of the case that each side was making to the other that Mm -hmm. we were you know trying to maintain parity and one was lying and one wasn't well yeah exactly yeah (laughs) we cannot abide a missile gap um (laughs) but yeah like i you know sometimes i i really hate the idea of ever being a politician um i never could no one would ever vote for me it's you know i would vote for you but you would be terrible at it but i'd still vote for you it's okay it's okay um but if i need more incompetent politicians (laughs) if i was going to be a politician though i'd want to become the president of the united states and i'd do two things immediately just start at the top the first thing is i take the nuclear football and i throw it into a volcano like that'd be my first trip as yeah. as president yeah. mm-hmm. would just be to you know destroy the nuclear codes immediately and then i'd abolish the presidency through an executive <laughs> order and and that would be that <laughs> so I'd who go- would who would who would uh be in charge of the government Exactly. Y'all would have to figure that out. Because I'm out. I'm, I'm going I'm on break. I'm guessing Mitch McConnell. I'm thinking Mitch McConnell's taking yeah. it over. It's like now, now just the vice president is the, the highest uh, office in the land. We, yeah, me we and can't Bert. explain that uh, rhetorically, right? It's like, you know, it's vice, but, you know, we just don't have a president. Yeah, me and Vermin, we just ride our ponies into the sunset. Right, yeah. You'd Aww, never hear from us again. Brushing beautiful. each other's teeth. What do you got queued up? Oh, it, it was something that said Kanye is hilarious. So I, he is pretty funny. So I was just He's right up there with Trump. He's, he's one of the, the thing about people. the red hat that drove me to a point of exhaustion, which was misdiagnosed by a, I'm not going to say what race, what people, uh, doctor, and what say. hospital, and what media went to. We know I can't say that. Can't say it that. was a Jewish doctor. <laughs> Oh man, it's it, yo. It's it's hard to be a Kanye fan these days. Gotta say, yeah. But, you know, Elon Musk takes over Twitter. First thing, freeze my man, Ye. Oh yeah. But uh, yeah, no, uh, Ye's going through uh, some really bad shit right now. And yeah, so Chris, uh, you're an expert on Ye. I'm an expert on bipolar disorder, <laughs> and David's an expert on how the internet makes us all crazy. So maybe we should get into this briefly. Yeah, we, I feel like we're the only people that are just like really. Um, have the right credentials to yeah. figure what the hell out is going on. Now. Yeah, we'll get this wrapped up in let's say seven minutes. I can <laughs> yeah. handle it. Yeah. Well, you know, when shit hits the fan, is you still a fan? I'm asking for a friend. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. Kanye West has uh, always uh, been controversial, to say the least. Uh, well, you know, uh, but I think even Ye misses the old Ye. 
the uh, George Bush doesn't care about black people. Yay. Yeah. And the, uh, yeah, that of, was, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, the hurricane Katrina. Uh, yeah, no, it, it, it's, never have I seen Mike Myers. So disturbed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, this is, this is really bad. Like, uh, you know, it's very bad. It's really bad. It's like, you know, like, so it seems like the last three years, there's been like more mental health awareness, like, you know, messaging and also like stories in like the media for a really long time i am aware of mental illness yeah uh but you turn up for mental illness <laughs> <laughs> you have a mental illness turn up yeah. and, and you know what kanye did yeah he and did he turned oh, up what, what? yeah no he certainly has uh and you know like with all of this like mental health awareness and you know like let, get rid of the stigma behind it and like seek treatment and all this thing uh the media like like loves to find when celebrities who have manic depressive disorder are in a manic stage and then just like put a microphone in front of their face <laughs> and just like have them on Tucker Carlson. Well, they're, they're well like, to be fair, that's what you guys do to me all the time. <laughs> <laughs> well, also like, you know, you have to, like you have to give them their, their voice, you know, it's important. Mental, mentally ill people deserve to be heard the, too. The best thing you could do to a mentally ill person is give them an audience of millions of people, right? That's, yeah, that's, yeah. Visibility is crucial it's, to it's, solving literally all problems. <laughs> <laughs> There's never been a problem that hasn't been solved by millions of people looking at it and dissecting it <laughs> over and over and over again. So, you know, I've been, you know, blissfully off Twitter, uh, but apparently really? this all started on Twitter, which yeah. is to say uh, Kanye, I guess, made a tweet that was like, I'm feeling pretty sleepy right now, but tomorrow I'm going DeathCon 3 on the Jewish people. And he said... <laughs> it was pretty much something exactly yeah, like that. And he yeah. said DeathCon. Which isn't a thing, it, right? No. It's like a portmanteau no. between DEFCON like, and Death. Death Camps or something. I don't know. Like, just some vehemently anti-Semitic, like, violent language, for sure. Yeah. 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 Uh, unacceptable, obviously. Um, yeah. But, you know, like... I don't know. It's just when when you know somebody is prone to manic episodes, I guess like the way I navigate a lot of that terrain is like I just give them a wide berth when they're being manic because like they can't help it. But I mean, I mean when you have that much celebrity and that much influence, like you're doing actual harm when people pay attention to you, which is to say like the thing to do maybe is just to not platform somebody who's being racist and manic and like suffering from a mental health episode. Yeah. But I mean, the media basically can't help themselves. Like yeah. this is, this is a spectacle. This is, it's got all of the, the markers of the perfect, like, you know, uh, story story. Like, and you know, I, as somebody who, uh, has lived with bipolar disorder for over a decade, um, you might, it, it might seem like I would be inclined to kind of, uh, sympathize with him or give him the benefit of the doubt. But here's the thing. Kanye West has access to world-class medical treatment. True. Um, I have done, a, I have done and said a lot of things while sick that I profoundly regret. Um, but being manic doesn't make you anti-Semitic. Yeah. <laughs> it just doesn't like it just, <laughs> well, there was that one time. 
It's on the, 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 the DSM nine or whatever. Yeah, I mean, it can it can give you delusions, especially delusions of grandeur. Grandeur, it can make you paranoid. When Kanye West said that there had been fake children placed in his home, that sounds like mania. Yeah, absolutely, that sounds like mania. Um, it can make you, uh, you know, have such severe psychosis that you no longer have accurate perception of the reality around you. All of those things can happen, but. Kanye West knows he has bipolar disorder. He's been open about the fact that he has bipolar disorder. He has said that he does not treat it because otherwise he wouldn't be a musical genius, which is another extraordinarily harmful stereotype that people spread about, you know, mania is that it makes you this, you know, uh, this superhero, this, this incredible, like artistic genius. And it's just not, even if it were true, it's not worth the toll that it takes on your health. A lot of people don't know, but like swinging between manic and depressive, uh, states like literally damages the gray matter in your brain. You are doing brain damage to yourself when you swing and swing from those different states. It leads to early onset dementia. It leads, you know, it correlates strongly with Alzheimer's. And so like the fact that he refuses to treat this illness is, you know, I think really irresponsible. The things that he has said about it publicly are very irresponsible. They're the kinds of things that cause especially younger people to not seek treatment. And it's it's the kind of thing that caused me to not seek treatment for a very long time because I was afraid that I wouldn't be who I was anymore. And it's not and, and if anything, I'm more myself now that I, I do have really effective treatment for it. Um I I don't think there's a te- there's a tendency for people to be so sympathetic to those with mental illness that they want to excuse his behavior mm. and that is unacceptable. Mm. We cannot do that. Um this is, you know, the, it's a very sad to see him be exploited by the media when he has this severe mental illness, but it, he is also responsible for um either stepping out of the limelight so that he is not spreading these extremely dangerous things or getting it treated so that he you know doesn't break out into um, these like fucking episodes. Can you be rich and famous and not have severe mental illness? <laughs> like, that's a good question. I, I, I actually, I don't know. Right. Because like, when you think about like, well, like what are, I mean, not necessarily like diagnosed, like conditions yeah. of brain chemistry, but just like something's gotta be off with you. Right. I, right? Because like the, the structure is so fucked up and like, and backbiting and gross that like only people that can like either severely compartmentalize bad things that they've done or like yeah have like something off about them i think can succeed in this sort of system i mean we talked recently on the other bonus episode we did about um you know uh billionaire yeah death styles of the rich and the famous and people you know hyper wealthy people wanting to live forever and all the fucked up weird things they're willing to do to do it and we did talk about how like it's not that getting rich gives you that mindset it's that having that mindset is a prerequisite for getting rich on on that scale like to the point of like being a billionaire for example like yeah and i think there's like an extreme narcissism that goes it that that is kind of a, a threshold that's required for you to even think you deserve that much wealth let alone be willing to do the things that you have to do to get it but whether or not that qualifies as a severe mental illness i think it's very much up for debate mm, yeah, um, yeah, yeah i think a lot of that verges more on personality characteristic and you just being an asshole but it does like, <laughs> clinically it, an asshole definitionally you know the one of the ways that mental illnesses are diagnosed is that it affects your ability to be to live a happy and productive life day to day right and so if you are 
running a multi-billion dollar company, for example, it's very difficult to say that you have like a severe mental illness because sure. of how we classify yeah. mental illness. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that we assume that society cannot be sick. Right. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. So, you know, I mean, like, yeah, I mean, that sucks. You know, like Kanye thinks that like if he gets his mental illness treated he won't be as anti-semitic as he as he is. that would be real, uh, that and, would be real tragedy. and like no you will be anti-semitic <laughs> even with the medication like you'll you won't it doesn't fundamentally change who you are yeah he's not he's not anti-semitic because he's bipolar he's yeah. just a bipolar anti-semite yeah like. yeah <laughs> yeah i don't remember him ever being anti-semitic in any of the songs that i've ever heard like he put out like nine albums with so much to say and never was he like oh i also you know i don't like jewish people <laughs> like, you know <laughs> well, you know people grow and evolve they uh, <laughs> yeah yeah they yeah, take yeah. on different yeah. um mindsets but i guess what, I, what, what is making me curious about it is like who's putting these ideas in his ear right like, you know like when when right. you're obviously the jewish media come on <laughs> <laughs> Oh no, my bipolar! <laughs> ah, quick, get the medication. Get the medication. Get the Jewish medication. <laughs> Isn't he friends with like Jared Kushner and shit? Like, well, you know, whole... there are some good ones. Yeah. Well, I mean, Jared Kushner—he's—he's—he's, he's he's, you know, how Jewish is he? Like, very Jewish. What, both sides? Is he, is yeah. he Jewish on the mom's side? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> His last name's Kushner. I don't... <laughs> he's pretty Jewish. <sighs> Oh man! Also, he looks like a dibbick. Like Jesus <laughs> Christ! <laughs> David can say that. Yeah, you can't say that. I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I said that shit. <laughs> so yeah, but mania won't make you uh, anti-Semitic. But what it will do is make you say things that you otherwise would not say. Right. Um, like that. Think- leather basketball shorts are a good idea. that was an that was an early that was like when he was getting into fashion he was talking about leather basketball shorts and how that was such a really 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 good idea and adidas didn't understand his genius and just saying like maybe some of those is those ideas not a good idea oh and adidas has dropped him right yeah he's he's actually no longer a billionaire no kidding that happened like overnight yeah his his um his wealth was tied to his connection through Adidas. Cause like the whole like Yeezys and um, all of that fashion line was where he was making like all of his money. Like this, at this point he was, you know, not making nearly as much money through music and performances and going on tour or anything like that. It's like primarily, you know, um, uh, what's her name? Kardashians um, are all, he's also divorced from them. So yeah, yeah. Yeah. And they, they, uh, what's her name? Uh, the younger Kardashian became the first female billionaire and, uh, yeah, Jenner, from, Car- Carly Jenner. Yeah. Right? Kylie? Uh, Kylie, Kylie, Kylie. Yeah. Yeah. Jenner, and, yeah. uh, then quickly after that, Rihanna, both through, um, uh, like basically product lines. I think Rihanna yeah. had yeah. Fenty yeah. and also like a makeup line. That's I think. where Paris Hilton makes all her money too. Yep. Yeah. It's super high margin, low effort. It's all, it's all brand. It's all manufactured in China, yeah. and you just yeah put put your yeah. name on it. So yeah. it's like yeah, it's like four different four different whatever. manufacturers. Yeah, you know, it's like what it's just one of those like highly centralized uh, industries. Yeah, where there's just like a couple uh, manu- OEM manufacturers, and you just like yeah, you just you know and you slap sl- a brand slap on brand it, and you're selling it, and, and you're selling it. it. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, uh, especially like fragrances, like that's made that is literally made up, right? <laughs> <laughs> that, that you just like, you just like someone just like sits you down, sits Rihanna down with like nine different oh, for, the, the toilets, yeah, yeah, just like nine different smells. And you're like, which one do you like? And they pick one and they're like, okay, this is called like, yeah, you know, Rihanna's kisses or whatever (laughs) rolling a blunt on my bodyguard's head right yeah 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 should i like i I say that with love like rihanna is on my list of people that would leave britney for like it's totally fine and i would i would wish him well for a billionaire yeah yeah well, you know, I, I would, I would, kind of sus. I would, sus. I would change all of research. my politics. <laughs> I, I could change her. All right, I could change her. <laughs> Did you listen to Rebel? <laughs> <laughs> and you treat her right too. I, I, I would wish the two of you well. I really would. I would never, I would never deny you an opportunity like that. <laughs> Gonna make her feel like the uh, she's the only girl in the world. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, now I am getting a little jealous. <laughs> that song's a banger. So yeah, stop stop asking Kanye for his opinion on stuff. Yeah. We need yep. to just stop. We, we need to, to leave that man alone. Um, some, let him heal. Yeah, he needs some intensive self care that involves. He not needs some the fucking media. lithium. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like whoever is yeah. whoever is like managing Kanye's food and yeah. food and drink. Like yeah. you know, Slip we should well never drug somebody. Should, yeah, yeah, but yeah. oh no, not well butrin, not for a manic. No, no, no. Yeah. That would that could catapult him. Oh into, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, no, no, yeah, lithium, get, lithium, get, get little Seroquel, yeah, get the man some lithium. You get a bag like this at Halloween. Do not take it. It's fentanyl. It'll kill you. Um, drug dealers, a lot of times, they want to sell their drugs. Mm-hmm. Well, not if they're coming over here to destroy our com- our country. And then, so the drug dealers have houses that they the kids will come and knock on the door on, and then they'll give the, give that to them. I'm thinking that's how it's going to happen. Yeah. So drug dealers would be giving away... Um, Not drug dealers, the illegals that are here. Yeah. They just crossed because what Biden is, has our or, our border wide open. Okay, so the illegals that have, have houses that then the kids are coming to knock on the illegals' houses, doors, that and they're drug dealers that are giving the, uh, the children their drugs. Look at Fox News. All you got to do is watch an episode of Fox News. And Fox News will tell you that the... the it's coming across it's, it's our coming borders. Across. It's going into our playground. And they're going to be giving it away during Halloween. Yes. So th- that's a really weird video. Like, wh- yeah. where did that come from? Was that like a comedian or something yeah, that was... So, so those the, that's a guy uh, with um, the Good Liars, or Good Liars might be, I think. I, um, it's a... Um, it's like a Yes Men style... Okay. Like, comedy troupe. They did like a, a Netflix movie a while ago where they like asked... Uh, uh, presidential candidates, like uh, um, questions like that. Ba- basically, their shtick is to like just ask very simple questions about dumb as shit things that people say in politics, like Borat. Like, basically. Yeah, 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 or like yeah. Channel Five or something, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or all, yeah, it used to be all gas, no brakes, yeah. right? Right. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's just like you know, just asking fairly simple questions that kind of reveal how ridiculous the 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 talking point is yeah that's a really crazy talking point and this was a video you showed me um uh, like it was 
it was like two weeks ago, like a week and a half ago, right? That you had originally showed me that video. I don't, I didn't know if I showed it to you, but yeah, it's, it was, it was from a couple of weeks ago. But that happened before the recent like, um, thing at one of the airport, what was it, LA airport or whatever. Apparently like somebody went in with a bunch of, uh, candy that was actually fentanyl and then couldn't get through TSA and then like ran away and like. Sure. escaped or something so like that it makes sense to me that somebody would smuggle fentanyl as something else for their own purposes fair yeah but but why fair. would you give it away, away. to children <laughs> yeah like, yeah i mean so i mean like this uh, is... because you're an illegal trying to destroy a country <laughs> right. obviously yeah. but yeah. see like usually i my, my first reaction to like like the gotchiest stu- like joke stuff with trump supporters is just like yes they're you know it's just kind of weirdos uh, stupid and the wrong ideology got to them first, but I, I, but there's, I don't know. There's something about, I like, I, I like Halloween, but there's, I think <laughs> a lot. And so like, I'm David def- loves I'm, Halloween. And so I'm defensive of it. Like I, I, I want to defend it, but there is something persistent. And for me, deeply disturbing just below the surface of like these, uh, stories about how like, some evil person is going to give your kids like deadly candy or something. Because this is oldish. Old oh my as god! Time, since right? the eighties, yeah, at least the eighties, right? There's, yeah, it's, it's just... called the Mars Corporation. <laughs> they're, they're it's called to... diabetes. It's called childhood diabetes. And like, well, and do you know how much better European chocolate is? Come yeah, on, right, come yeah, on. Yeah, I, I don't. It's just because, like, ultimately, right? The the this is this is what grinds my gears. All Uh-oh. right, is that is that like ultimately at base these stories are like don't trust your neighbor right yeah. that's that's what is like yeah. the world is too dangerous for you to have your kid just walk around talking to strangers yeah, yeah. that you should be terrified in your community and that something will um like directly happen to you the news is real and like all the things that we're scaring you about will happen to your children if you let them talk to the people that live around you. Yeah. And it, and that is it's just like like that sort of story is just like I feel like that's like at the beating heart of like so much like you know like ideology of like how the media makes us like divides us from yeah. each other. Anti-solidarity action. Yeah, yeah. It's just it, and it comes and it just comes for like Halloween you know it's yeah. just like it comes for you know it's it's coming for like the few like the the real social purpose of holidays right which is to like uh break from the normal and do something that reinforces a a shared value which is i th- i think what a lot of holidays are about right yeah. and like this one and this is just like a constant attack on the idea that a neighborhood can just like do something fun for its own children and, is, and that we're completely incapable of doing that because there, because like like that lady says, right? There's just like evil people around you, the immigrants trying to drug your kids, which makes no fucking sense. Or before that, it was like razor blades and candy, yeah, because apples, of, yeah, yeah, because of like satanic gangs or something, <laughs> yeah. right? Like like none of these things make any fucking sense, and tons of people believe them, and 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 I think it it really comes down, it, it it's, it's only possible because. 364 other days of the year you're being told that everyone else is a danger to you and you can only you should only trust like the the job creators or whatever i think you're right i think i think it's an op 
I think all of this uh, Halloween panic is either like something that just naturally comes out of people's latent anxiety for all the reasons that you just said, and people just create it out of whole cloth because they need something to get spoopy over. You know, maybe that's the way to view it. Maybe maybe it's just getting into the spirit of the season. Just having <laughs> having a panic about like fentanyl candy. Ooh. Like <laughs> and the the wide open border. Like you know, it's a very it's a very suburban fear. You know, it's a it's the kind of thing that somebody worries about if they've, you know, lived in a in a place that's literally architecturally designed to make you afraid of everything around you. <laughs> like, you know, you gotta have a big yard and a and a privacy fence because who knows what's out there. Yeah, um, they're coming to get you. Yeah. Well, Brandon's coming to get CFCs. Oh no! Oh, did, did you hear about this? No. So I got a wildflower for you guys. Uh huh. You guys may have heard of a chlorofluorocarbon. Hell yeah! So I huff those all the time. <laughs> yeah. No, I've got some in my bag right now. You guys want to break them out? Well, remember back in like the '90s, like pre the you know recognition of how bad climate change was going to be people were really concerned about like the hole in the ozone layer yeah we we plugged it up by getting rid of hairspray well yeah amongst other things and that cfcs are one of these um uh, chemicals that's used in a variety of things mostly as a refrigerant for like you know uh ac systems or like refrigerators or like coolant systems for buildings or whatever um and the it's a very very potent greenhouse gas by itself but it also goes up and uh, reacts with ozone and basically destroys it. And the ozone layer like protects harmful like UV radiation from coming down uh, into the uh, earth. And so there was this thing called the Montreal Protocol, which was a international like treaty to basically ban a bunch of chemicals. So uh, hairspray was one of them. Like they changed the main um, what it was the the like the propellant the propellant. Yeah, awesome. Uh, that was exactly what I was looking for. Uh, and uh, to be much uh, better. And now there are a bunch of like more eco-friendly refrigerants out there that most uh, modern ACs, like if you get like a mini split today, it doesn't have like um, the Freon in it or any of that kind of stuff. Uh, And the U.S. is finally actually signing on to the Kigali Amendment to the Montreal Protocol, which was uh, drafted in 2016. Uh, But as we know, you know, Trump became president like immediately uh, or may have been, yeah, became president immediately after it was signed. uh, And the U.S. never actually signed on to it. But Mm -hmm. um, I think three days ago, um, Brandon put out a press release saying that uh, now we are a a consignatory uh, to the uh, amendment. And yeah, that's, uh, and also, uh, NASA and the National Oceanic and, and Atmospheric Administration scientists have said that, um, the whole neosone layer is getting like dramatically better, like every year. Mm-hmm. So one problem solved. Hell yeah. Wow. Yeah. I wonder why we solve this, this problem, right? Like we don't solve anything. Uh, like, oh, like yeah. why, how did we, why did we fix this one? It must just have been the right nexus of technically feasible to address in like wide sweeping industrial like changeover. And there was enough of like an easy grasp for an alternative that wasn't nearly as bad. Yeah. And I guess like big HVAC (laughs) also like didn't get in the way. Yeah. There probably weren't like, uh, you know, getting corporate or uh, federal subsidies to the tunes of billions or something. It's only good for HVAC because now everybody has to replace their whole systems with something that doesn't use a chemical that is only 
uh, reducing in the amount of it that exists. Yeah, that's true. I mean, the, the, I don't think this amendment means that like they're gonna like uh, you know make people change their systems over. Like people can still have systems that are bad, but well, if but you, you can't if you have any kind of leak in your refrigerant. Yes, then you're fucked. Exactly. Like, and that's actually a really important thing for people to be aware of is that a lot of the refrigerators that are still around today that have been running for, you know, like 20 years or whatever, um, have really bad for the environment and bad for like your physical health, like refrigerant in them. And there are, uh, you know, companies that uh, you can call for like not very much wh- who will uh, responsibly like vacuum it all out and like deal with it i don't know if they like incinerate it or otherwise but they like figure out a way that isn't just like gassing it into the atmosphere they pour it into the norlite (laughs) everything's fine (laughs) yeah so you know one little little uh you know silver lining uh to the hole in the ozone layer yeah that's good unless you have a really old fridge that needs to be serviced but otherwise it's good it's good (laughs) and if you do do the right thing okay whole whole climate's you know banking on it well thank you so much for listening to this episode of iron we hope you enjoyed it um we're getting ready to record an episode on a bonus episode on january 6th and the timeline (laughs) 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 um basically the the uh i keep wanting to say the 9-11 commission the january 6th commission um has kind of unearthed a lot of information that makes the timeline of the day very kind of tight and interesting and, and parts funny. of it are quite funny. <laughs> so, um, so we will be going over that in our bonus episode that we record today. It's the, the, the January 6th bloopers. <laughs> That's what we're, what we're going to go through. Maybe they should hang white pens. Boy. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> um, so yeah, I think that's all I got. You guys got anything? Uh, no, thing. Just be, right. be safe. Take care of each other out there. Have a great Halloween. And uh, give kids candy. Yeah. It's good for them. Oh, yeah. wait. I, have I mentioned that my book is available for pre-sale? No, you haven't. No, my book is available for pre-sale. Woo! Uh, um, go wherever um, you get books. I just re- it really is, I think, pretty much wherever we'll you can get books. We'll put a link to yeah. all the links. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, uh, it's yeah. It'll, it'll be out in April. So you're going to have to wait a little while. But, you know. But the, pre- the pre-order is really good for yeah. David because it pumps up the numbers before it's, it actually gets released. It is, so. it is Buy good for me. Book. Buy the book. book. Buy, Buy the, the book. book. <laughs> Buy the book. Yeah. And, and also, you know, like, you don't want to be the one, the only one on your block without without this book. No. Yeah. That would be embarrassing. Yeah. You know, you, you'll, you'll be uh, opening the door uh, for the kids, you know, and they're going to be like, trick or treat. And then, you know, the parents are going to look over at your coffee table and be like, Ooh. where's City Authentic? Yeah. That's, that's for next year, right? Yes. Okay. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Next Halloween. It's, well, it's, it'll come out in April. So is, is it Easter? Easter? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. It's, you can Jesus is going to judge you. <laughs> yeah. If you don't have this yeah. book on your table, table yeah. by Easter. The risen Jesus <sighs> and his rabbit friend is going to be like, <laughs> fuck, man. That's fucking. <laughs> All out. right. And um, yeah, in the meantime, you can find us on Twitter. Iron Weeds Pod. And on Instagram. Iron Weeds Pod. Send us an email. Why don't you? At Iron Weeds Pod. At gmail.com Thank you so much. We love you. Bye. Buy the book. Peace.